0: What's up, everybody? This is Doc Joe Brown, real name, no gimmicks. And this is Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at Pro Pistons. That's P-R-O-P-I-S-T-O-N-S. Happy Thursday night. We're back. I finally edited part two of my OG talk discussion with African Caesar of the Sneaker Box podcast. You can find them on Twitter. Their handle is T. -t 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 as in Tom, S as in Sam, B as in boy, underscore radio. That's T-S-B underscore radio for the sneaker box. This is the one, this is the one. You'll notice in the first episode, essentially I'm interviewing him. I'm asking questions. He's giving me feedback. He's a cool dude, but on this episode, African Caesar really opens up about himself you'll notice we hit a stride in the show where I don't even ask any questions and he's just really just not spilling the beans because it's nothing personal but I mean it's just a really great interview and I'm really proud of this episode if you're a sneaker box podcast listener these two episodes are essential I'm not aware of any other media outlet that has been able to get just the inside view of the show. I mean, I really want to have Guru on. I really want to have a comprehensive behind the scenes series of shows on their show. So that just tells you how popular their show has become. So I think this is great.
1: Oh, let me plug my stuff.
0: wwwprowrestlingteescom PWTPF buy a shirt please thank you for your support all the proceeds are going directly back into the show so we can get more guests we can get better equipment we can have alternate endings and alternate intros all that good stuff so just enjoy this conversation it's hilarious it's fun it's inspiring like i said at the beginning this is the one thank you so much big shout out to african caesar and the whole tsb family over there peace the the funny thing about uh is it called This Week is Stupid or Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I missed some episodes after I started my own show. Then you know you didn't yeah. you don't really get it. That's the crazy thing. Like I took so many concepts from all the shows that I listened to. And then once Mm -hmm. I got integrated into this show, I was unable to, like, constantly gather ideas because I'm like, whoa, I'm not listening to other shows because I'm so focused on mine. But at the end of the day, you're like, yo, it's just sneakers. Like, it's really just... These people will kill themselves over some sneakers. Dude,
1: some of the stuff, I mean, it's... Oh, man. I I can't even... I don't even understand the logic between some of these people, like some of the, I honestly wanna do like a whole episode dedicated to our best This Week in Stupid stories.
0: You can, man, Um, it's crazy. Some of the stories
1: are so outrageous. Yeah, I remember one of the stories, I don't think it was a This Week in Stupid story segment where the store owner sent us a story about a guy that was in line. Yeah. And so this girl seduced this guy back to his car and I don't know, committed some type of sexual act while her (laughs) friends, took his place in line and got his shoes. I thought that was the funniest, I'm
0: like, dog, like, what? That's up there. With complex, the the dude Tony, I don't know Tony something. He he's he's always interviewing about people about sneakers. I guess Nike had did a drop at. This is the craziest sneaker story I've heard this year for All Star Weekend. And basically, he didn't have the ID to prove that it was him. All he, the person who won the sneaker raffle was a girl, and they gave and she gave him his ID, but she wasn't present in Chicago to go pick up the sneakers. So the dude goes to the store to get the sneakers and shows the ID. And the idea is like, this is not you. And he's like, I'm transitioning. That's the craziest story. <laughs> dude. What? Oh, man.
1: Wow. I didn't hear that one. That might be yo, the best one.
0: That's why yeah. I'm like, yo, man, these stories get crazy. And I've seen things like personally myself growing up on Detroit's West Side. Like like I'm talking about for the Wednesday drops where I'm like, yo, man, these people going crazy. Yo,
1: remember the Cool Gray when they dropped the first time? The Cool Gray I love it.
0: Forget it. Forget it, dude. Pandemonium. That's- That that actually changed my life because now every pair of sneakers I get, if I can't just get them, I'm just like, it's not meant for me because I went went through a lot of things to get those cool grades. I basically wasted like 48 hours of my life, basically, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) And I'm like, I could have just been at home sleep or planting a tree or something, you know?
1: So now that was back in the day where you had to go like, look at the back of the Slam magazine and know what shoes are coming out. And I, uh, so what ended up happening was we skipped school, me and my brother, my aunt, you know it's bad when your aunts and your parents are okay with you skipping school to get these shoes. Yeah. So my aunt drove That's me. I to was though brother.
0: when we were coming up because they're like, we don't it want, to, we don't, you don't, we don't want you nagging us all day. So just go
1: ahead, just. <laughs> yeah. So she drove us. We went to Eastland. Yep. We went to another spot in Hamtramck. We went to Northland. Some other place, I think Bel Air Center, which was like on Van Dyke and Aimout, and then we went all the way to Pontiac looking for these cool gray. We went to Pontiac. That mall, I mean, dude, they bought the glass. They got to the point where they just stole shit. Like, okay, like once the shoes were sold, people just started just picking the racks and just yo, running yeah. out the
0: store. Martin Luther King, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Exactly. And I that was the first time I've ever seen just chaos like that.
0: Yeah, because they had to the slow build because I remember the, the first time they retroed the Pat Leather ones was the same day PlayStation 3, Playstation Two had came out. And my mom was mm-hmm. like, You just gotta pick because I <laughs> she was just like get to Playstation or you get to Jordans and I was like, this one I knew I was crazy because I was like, Give me the Jordans. I was like, F it, just get, <laughs> just get it. <Right. laughs> I was like, like, ma, I'll just take the Jordans because I'm like, I got to have these joints. And then I think they did, like two months later, they did the Space Jams. And then later that spring, they did. No, I think they did black and white. I could have had this off-season, my bad. They did the black and white. Then around Christmas, they did the Space Jams. Then January, they did the Carolinas. And then like that spring, they did the gray. It was all like six months. Well, people got to
1: remember too, that's back when Jordans were still kind of spaced out. Like it wasn't like every weekend like it is now. Like it was like once a month type thing. This is Trademark Taz, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan. Shout out to my man, Doc Joe Brown, no relation to Judge Joe, and most importantly, Go Blue. But man, it was like, that was so crazy. And going back to wrestling, though, that was such a huge thing growing up. Like, that was like an event. Like, every Monday, it was like, must-see TV. And honestly, I couldn't even tell you who's wrestling now, because I don't care. Right,
0: right. It is... It's a tough watch now, but it is exciting because they – You have you heard of AEW?
1: I've heard of it. Like, I, part of me wants to check it out. I just had such an affinity for the Attitude Era. Yeah. Because that's back when – you know this too. That's back when you would be watching one show, and then as soon as the commercial break, you Always. go to the other show. Man. <laughs> that was like that man that was like you knew between the hours of like 9 and 11 like
0: do not bother us man that was that was a crazy time in life again that was that south park era man it was just a time to be alive yeah like oh, that, was that, that, that was like
1: counterculture that was like and i think we're entering into that right now i think we're entering into a, a form of counterculture because up until now you know everybody's been politically correct people are getting canceled you know all this other stuff and i think that happens every so often, right? Like if you think about the early nineties, right? Like they, that's when they were put on the late eighties, early nineties, that's when they're putting the parental advisory on the CDs. And so by the late nineties and early two thousands, people were kind of like tired of that. And so they, that's why we had soft so far. That's why you had the attitude there yeah. and all this other stuff. And so now I think we're kind of entering into that new phase. And I think that's part of the appeal of the show. Um, because we were trying to go for like clean cut. yeah. And so like, now we just give zero <laughs> when we say stuff. <laughs> And it's funny because people say uh, we get some reviews and people say we're racist, which I'm like, I don't know what show you're listening to, but okay.
0: No, you're um, not racist, but what I'm finding out, Caesar, and you might, You don't mind if I call you just Caesar, do you? No, you can do good no. So, like, what I'm finding out is that you do have a demographic, though, because I'm figuring... It's not
1: you know. even that. I don't even know. Honestly, if you was asking me about demographic, I wouldn't even know. All I know is, is when I go in the studio, I say whatever. I feel like I... Okay, so... As far as, like, I, this is what I tell people about, like, racism. The first hurdle that anybody has to jump over for me when it comes to racism, sexism, anything offensive, is it funny. Yeah. Because I feel like if it's funny, I don't care. That's why I think do, funny, yeah. Right? Now, if it's not funny, then uh, we can break it down even further. So,
0: You're going to get me in trouble now, with my wife because she like, you play too much. Like, she always, like, you play too <laughs> much.
1: Like, everything is not funny. Like, <laughs> And I felt like, you know, you got to be able to have fun. You got to be able to, like, take your tie off. 100% Put your hair down And you know So I guess that offended somebody I, I guess I don't know But I don't have time to apologize As, okay. lo- as long as the brands Don't like say Hey uh, We can't work with you Because you said this Then I'm good I'm you know shocked I mean? though
0: Because you be going in On some brands, dog You would think Okay, so that's the funny thing
1: You would think And let me know if I'm, I don't no, want to take a moment no, Go ahead this, this is what
0: we do It's just called OG talk We just talk <laughs>
1: That's the So I was just so Okay, so I was just talking to somebody about this this week, where initially you do try to say the right things. Initially, you try to kiss babies and shake hands. You don't want to, you don't want to rock the boat too much because you want to connect with these brands. You want to be invited to events. You want to yeah. get product, right? And but you, it, it was so stressful for me because there were things I wanted to say, but I can't, or I felt like I couldn't. And it was like, well, how do I say it? You know what I'm saying? So you, I felt like in a straight jacket. Was right, stranded, right, and i would never forget when we actually went out tonight. This is like 2018, we actually went out there, and that was such a like moment for me because the first day we were like you know, miles open and off, right? That second day, completely 180. We was giving me a guru, was giving them the business, right? This is dumb, why would y'all do this? This was stupid, why would y'all come on with this? Shit? And it was that moment where I was kind of like, I'm gonna speak truth to power, mm-hmm. whatever happens, happens. And I just kind of got comfortable in that lane, and like you know, I've been giving it to the brands. I, you know, I don't hold back. And, yeah. and it's so funny to me too, because I have somebody tell me like, "Oh man, y'all just y'all suck up to Nike," and then like the very next person would say, "Y'all hate Nike." And it's like, so do we suck up to them, or do we hate them? Yeah, or like, you know hate what I'm
0: yeah. actually, yeah, we're like, just we're just saying just my thoughts.
1: Yeah, like I mean, we read the news and I respond to it or react to it. Initially, it was a little disheartening because you know. You do that and you realize that you're going to lose. I lost opportunities oh wow, for sure. And I had to come to terms I had to make peace with that. And I have, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going I'm to just keep talking about they don't like it. So what kept talking? Matter of fact, Reebok, I was supposed to do something with Reebok like a couple of years ago.
0: Out an opportunity.
1: Yep. Missed out on the opportunity because I got invited out there. I was in Boston and they were like, you know, they were just too excited. And I was just kind of like, yo, if y'all don't come out with another shoe this year, nobody will notice. <laughs> and it took all the win off their sales. And I didn't hear nothing back from them ever again. Well, yo, not
0: ever again. You should have invited Be my so. wife, man. She's like the no no pause. That's gonna sound really bad. She's like the reebok queen, Doug. Really? You love her some Reeboks, man. I'm like, hey, you know what? But
1: that's that's the problem though. I love Reebok. That's why I went in because I'm like, look, I wanna see y'all succeed. But you're not gonna succeed if you convinced yourself that you ain't got no room to
0: succeed. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or to improve.
0: And you're not real still, you're not really hot right now. No,
1: no, not at all. So, but what ended up happening is people left, uh, people got promotions. The people that got promotions remembered me and they knew what I was about and they knew where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. And so, they reached back out to me at the end of last year. That's why they started sending me shoes. Nike got probably one of the best relationships. Reebok and Nike, I probably had the best relationships with. Wow, that's crazy. So they both value constructive feedback. And that's they know crazy. I'm going to always be honest with them. Yeah. And so, I'm going to breaking news. I'm supposed to go out there soon to talk sneakers and race.
0: Oh, man. To Boktober, so, you going to go out to Reebok? <laughs> going back? Hey, <laughs> ah, they're, shoot. Nah. They're owned by uh, Adidas, right?
1: Yes. No, I'm going out to Nike to talk sneakers and race. Oh,
0: you're going out to Nike out in Oregon? Yeah. Oh, man. This is Matt Shook, writer for PlayMichigan.com, and you're listening to Pro Wrestling Talk for the Pistons fan.
1: So, to me, you know what I'm saying? So, this week has been nothing but validation that I've been doing the right thing. Like, I've had so many people send me letters like, yo, you know, thank you for speaking up for These are employees. Yeah. Thank you for speaking up for us across all the brands, Adidas, Asics. Thank you for speaking up for us. Thank you for touching on this stuff that nobody else will talk about. And that's why like, I feel so involved and passionate when I talk about it, because I know I'm not speaking for myself, I'm speaking for them. And so now to see all the stuff happening now, where like Mitchell and Ness send me jerseys like all the time. You know, hey. the brands are sending me stuff all no the time. No way.
0: You know, yeah, you know the business so, fans is clamoring for those teal jerseys to come back. I don't know why, but they are. Hey,
1: I got a great hill on the way.
0: Oh man, great- I, hey, that's I the watch- big talk, dog. Everybody wants those teal ones, but I guess the NBA is like you can only do it every five years or something. Like it has to be like the 20th, the 25th, or the 15th, or the 10th, or something crazy like that. Okay. But no, nah, you know what? Though looking back, though the tails weren't that bad. You know what? They were ahead of their time. Like for that they time, were. I didn't like them, but now they would fit in perfect. When you see like the Miami Vice oh, yeah. jerseys and everything.
1: All the colorful stuff they're doing now, yeah.
0: I like the but, Just uh, Don. You know, Just Don did some shorts with the horse on them.
1: You know what? Just Don is the most overrated piece of
0: trash out. <laughs> Dang, went in on Just Don.
1: He came out with the Mitchell Ness jersey that was completely blank. And it just said just down in the sleeves, and yeah, I thought, yeah, 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 yo, this is garbage. Yeah, <laughs> oh,
0: hey, is I trash. was just, hey, look, that's not in my price bracket at all. I'm blessed, but I'm not that blessed yet. Well, actually, I'm blessed. Yeah. That's just God hasn't ordained me to have anything in that line yet. But I was like, <laughs> if, if, if I if I see those shorts, I was like, I'm gonna definitely get them. I was like, but I can't spend like three or four hundred on some shorts. I live in Detroit. You can only wear them two months out the year, or so. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> no, I can't good. do that. I get it. That's it.
1: No, I was just going to say, like, you know, timing, you know, there's something about timing. Like, you know, like people have the tendency to see what everybody else is doing and get upset or discouraged because they feel like they should be getting that too. And so when they don't, they stop, they get discouraged and they quit. And so thankfully for me, I was able to keep going. And so now the fruits of my labor are starting to show. And so. Now all the things that I wanted are starting to come in. And I feel good about it because I didn't have to sell my soul to get it. I was able to maintain my integrity, keep it real still end up with all those things anyway.
0: It happened a lot later than it probably could have happened if I went the other route,
1: but I get to sleep at night,
0: so. Nah, man, you know, it take multiple years. Salute to you, sir, to become an overnight success. And you just had to endure those multiple years. That's all, man. But I just hate when people call me an influencer now. I hate that word. I, like, I said that at the beginning. I'm like, I I'm not going to call him an influencer. I'm just saying a prominent <laughs> member of the Detroit sneaker community. That's all I said. Yeah. Right? Cause I'm like, who am I influencing? Like I'm not influencing anybody. But I that. will say this, sometimes, uh, because I look at our show downloads too, and I see them growing. And even when people don't comment, you have an impact on their actions. I'm still avoiding the word influencer, but you have an impact on their actions because <laughs> I listened to your show and there was no way yeah. in a trillion years I would have ever bought some Q4 Sports. But I listened to his story, I listen. I'm like, you know what? I, that day I was just like, let me cop a pair, whatever pair I think is sweet and shoes will get better over time. I'm like, all we got to do is support him on his, you know, because as soon as I show my homeboys the website, they like, oh, these kind of hit, they kind of ugly. But I'm like, but you got to support him now so they can get better. And then you got to give them feedback on his shoes. So you yeah. you're not an influencer, but you're impacting people's actions. So. That's important to know. Appreciate it. So, y'all, one more question. Have you... Yes. I know you went to Nike. A lot of people would, you know, consider that like the Holy Grail um, of like sneaker travels or whatever. But is there anybody on your show... I, I'm going to ask you a twofold question. Anybody on your show that you haven't had on your show that you really want on there? And number two, if you could have a piston on your show, current or past, who would that piston be?
1: Mm, okay. If I could have a piston on my show, current or past, who would it be? I think that might be the easiest one. Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman? Easily. Dennis Rodman? <laughs> easily. easily. That'll probably be the most intriguing conversation. Oh, just... man.
0: And you got to get him when he's on, too, because sometimes yeah. he like running water. So uh, yeah, any guess the... and I'm going to say excluding Tinker Hatfield, who would you Damn. have?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Excluding Tinker Hatfield. Oh, man. man. It's hard to, like, narrow it down because I want to, like, saying like Eric Vart, you know, he creates the composites. Yup, yup. Oh man. Oh man, that is a good one. You know who what? Like, I'ma say, just because it's different, I'm gonna say this person. I, I can't remember his name. The CEO of LA Gear. Oh okay. Because you know, I mean they were hot for like uh late eighties, early nineties. They was hot. I and
0: just they, watched they the they thing, like, but I didn't I didn't know the guy who started LA Gear also started Skechers. Yeah. He like reinvented himself.
1: Dude, and they had Michael Jackson, like so. You gotta be doing something right if you can just sign so, Mike. So,
0: I I thought you were gonna fall for it, man. If I had a sneaker podcast, the holy girl gotta be Michael Jordan, man. I I mean, I kind of feel like
1: I mean that would be dope. I mean, I'm like as if Michael Jordan said, "Hey, let me on the show I'm gonna say no," but I don't know, like because for me, like here's the weird part about me: I hate doing interviews, like as far as people on the show, because I gotta pretend I'm interested. Okay. <laughs> you know and yeah. so Michael Jordan is like, okay, well, what questions are he gonna is he gonna answer that haven't been asked already, or that he's going to answer on the show? You're like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so he's either not gonna answer it,
0: or he's already answered. It. That's that. So, I, I like that. I like that reply. I mean, I would love. I mean, cause I would
1: love to talk about Patrick you know because he was the first one with his own brand.
0: I so love I Patrick talking, him you know? too. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know what? I guess I more want to see Michael Jordan's sneaker closet than I want to interview him. Oh, his closet's probably crazy. That's what I want to see. I want to see all those, like, you know, prototypes and things like that. Because you know, he got. Oh,
1: man. You, you, man, you should, you think he got prototypes? Go to Mikey's Vault. Man, man, they got some. For you, <laughs> trust me when I tell you. So, so they made a sign NDAs, and I'm like, yo, like, I'm scared you talk about it. They, hey, we're well, don't talk about it.
0: His... I ain't messing up nobody's hey, paper route. Their lawyer's probably watching his
1: feed right now, live.
0: Yo, so what about a wrestler? If you could interview a wrestler on your show, who would it be?
1: Oh, dude, easy for me, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. <laughs> Don't go see Austin. Like, I could hang out with him all day, man. Because all we would do is just talk, shit, drink beer. Um, I would love to talk. You know what? Honestly, I got like a handful of wrestlers I would love to talk to, like Kevin Nash, Shawn Michaels.
0: Kevin Nash from the um, D. You might get him, man. Boss.
1: Yeah, I know, right? I yeah. try to get Eric Bischoff. He's from this area too. Okay. Um, let me see who else. Hey, I would love to talk to Eric Bischoff. I would love to talk. Obviously, the Rock, Rock, Mick Foley. You know, like there's 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 quite a few people that I would love to talk to just because they were. So involved. But you would think I would want to talk to Hulk Hogan. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I uh, would <laughs> just be like, you know who I would have loved to talk to? If I, uh, dead or alive, if I could talk to any wrestler, Yo. it would be Macho Man Randy Savage. Without oh, yeah. Without question. Yo, he is the best.
0: Episodes, man. I did an episode on Allen Iverson versus Macho Man. You know Macho Man had that rap song for a minute. Yes. I, yeah. I compare Allen Iverson's raps to Macho Man's, man. It was <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's the thing about Macho Man, right? There are very few people who can keep me engaged and entertained just by them talking, right? I know. The Rock is one of those people. Yeah. Muhammad Ali was one of those people, right? Okay. Macho Man Randy Savage says some of the weirdest stuff. ever yeah. see. Like, my favorite video is where I like, got my two favorite videos. Me jeans interviewing him. He shows up and he's talking when it's back to the camera. Yes. Right? Yes,
0: I know what you're talking and about. Then,
1: and then at the end of it, he pauses and he's like, Shh. man. And he just starts going off. He just starts going crazy. And I'm like, yo. And then the other one is when him and Hulk Hogan did the, uh, what was it, the power? The mega power. Uh, yeah. And they had to shake each other's hand. And uh, they did this whole weird, like, handshake thing yeah. where, like, they're like, yes. It was like, you know, just too much power. And I was like, he sold it for me. Yeah. Because you can see Hulk Hogan looks uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> man. Looks like he's all in. And uh, I, I Macho Man, I want to hang out with him. I want to interview him. I want to do like the real world where we got to share like space for like
0: six months. My favorite Macho, Macho man, th- man promo is when he comes out with the coffee creamer and he's like, because I'm going to other crop. Yes. it's <laughs> like, yes. He's like, because i'm the cream of the crop baby i'm like who thinks of that like he was probably sitting in the green room and they had some coffee and he like <laughs> what am i gonna say Doug? hey hand me one of those creams over there
1: <laughs> man what up though this is grumpy otis with a zero from the what up though podcast and you are now listening to a pro wrestling talk for the pistons fan now have you watched the uh the dark side of the uh, ring
0: yeah, Those yeah. Lessons. I caught New Jack's episode. I caught Owen Hart's episode. I caught most of them, actually.
1: Which one are so, you referring to? Just all of them. I just wanted to see if you saw them in general. Oh. Here's, so here's a tidbit for you. A friend of mine is a part of a wrestling group. So you know, the, they do reenact the scenes. So you can't see their face, but you can kind of get a sense. Him and his wrestling league do, does that. Okay, the like faded vignettes. Yeah. yeah. I remember when we signed our deal with Crep, it was in Toronto, and he invited us to a wrestling show. Okay. And as a matter of fact, they let us get in the ring and everything, we was like, we got to walk to the ring with him, he was like his manager. Swag. It was the, dude, they had a ladder match, it was crazy. Like, oh, that's DC wild, time. man. Man, like, super cool dude, as a matter of fact, I'm trying to go back to Toronto to, cause I want to go back to his event, like he's been inviting me to come back.
0: Man, that's my think, favorite or, city. Superkick.
1: I think that's the name of the league, it's called Superkick.
0: Okay and
1: but yeah man like good people's and so they yeah they they do the reenactments for okay. that documentary
0: i didn't i didn't know that
1: i'm gonna tell you something else we almost got hulk hogan on the show what because he a sneaker dude he's yeah he wore sneakers his son was going to set it up nick and right before he came on the show guess what happened what the audio of him saying the N word. oh so this was a minute ago this was a while ago.
0: Oh yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: literally, it was like the week before we was going to get them on the show that dropped, and it was like uh, yeah, yeah.
0: cancel. We we don't even need yeah it. because there's it like, yeah. it, no way you can come on here and talk about sneakers and not the elephant in the room. Like it, it's bruh, it's not. There's no, way.
1: <laughs> it's not. Just not, man. It was just like, that's going to be the most awkward. But like, how how am I going to sell that? <laughs> you yeah,
0: know, yeah, just yeah, Like, we just got to keep it focus on sneakers.
1: Yeah, man, that's it.
0: crazy. I didn't know that, man.
1: Yo. So there's a lot of secrets.
0: What's up? There's a lot. I'm telling you, there's a lot
1: of secrets on a oh. show that I can't wait for, like, a tell-off book to come out, like, man. 60 years from now. So,
0: speaking of that, now I was going to close, but whatever happened with Chicken Wop? <laughs> that might <laughs> that, that that a little go out of history. Yo, whatever so, happened with
1: Chicken Wop, man. So what happened was I so I was introduced to him in Cleveland Right? nobody knew who he was. So we talked, and I was like, yo, you know, because at that time he was like an elusive figure. Because he was the one, you know, with all these pictures first. And so I was like, look, man, you know, why don't you come on a show? We could talk about it because people are trying to figure out how are you getting access to these stuff. And he was like, Yeah, you know, I'm down to talk. I really want to talk. So I'm like, look, if you don't want to do it, you ain't got to. Don't have me promote this. And you don't come through. Oh no, no, we're gonna do it. Okay, cool. I even said, look, I made a, a promotional picture for it, promoting the interview, and I'm like, look, you know, it was kind of like a test. I was like, can you promote it too on your on your page? Oh, my whole thing yeah. was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, now if he doesn't promote it, I'm not gonna promote it. So I sent it to him. He posted it first on his page, and then I posted it on the podcast page, right? Okay. So then I felt comfortable. Like, okay, he's promoting it, so that lets me know that he's really interested in doing his interview. But they uh. Call him. Nothing. Call him again. Nothing. Okay. <laughs> kept calling, kept calling. And then he sends me a text talking about, I'm not comfortable.
0: I'm like, man. So I went off. You heard that episode?
1: Yeah, yeah. I went off. You don't waste my time with that. Sh- so do you work
0: for Kanye or something?
1: I don't know who he worked for, honestly. I, and oh, okay. some people were telling me that the guy I talked to wasn't really him. Okay. You oh.
0: know what I'm mean? saying?
1: I guess you know, he's this elusive figure that could be anybody. Yeah. Um, I ran into that same guy at another event. I almost killed him. Yeah, almost killed him. I was like, man, I'm going to choke you. And he was like, no, 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 wasn't my fault. And then he threw the shoe down and ran off. I wasn't about to chase you. Wow. He was looking he was at the table looking at his shoe. And he was like, no, 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 no. And then like, as soon as I turned my head, because Guru stopped me, as soon as I turned my, hook, my head to like, check Guru for stopping me, he threw the shoe down on the table and ran off. Wow. Wow. So like, That's all I need to know. Like, so he went from chicken walk to chicken <laughs> <laughs>